This week on Podcasty Master, we'll be talking about one of the most beloved video game series ever made, Kingdom Hearts. Whether you're a diehard fan or never heard of it, this week's episode has something for you. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the 11th episode of Podcast Demastered. I'm Chelsea, and I'm joined here with Wade. And today we're talking about a very special video game series that I think holds a very special place in both of our hearts, and that would be Kingdom Hearts. You got it. Yes. So, I think to start off, I think this is probably a name that people have probably heard before, Kingdom Hearts, but some people might not know what the games are all about. Do you think you, I mean, it's kind of a complicated series in some ways. Would you agree? (laughs) (laughs) In some ways, for sure, it is absolutely, it can be seen as a complicated series, like Mm -hmm. especially from like an outer perspective, Um, mostly because of like how things are named and the bold the bold face lie when it came to hey these are side games they're not they're not they're not side games one bit Mm-mm, no you need to you need you need to know what's going on in those games <laughs> those are the the plots of every kingdom hearts game is absolutely important to the continuing story um and the creator of kingdom hearts uh used to lie to us all the time and say hey no this is just this is this is nothing. And then you'd get Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, crap. Chain of Memories was extremely important. Mm-hmm. And then you get Kingdom Hearts 3. And oh, the eight games that came between 2 and 3. Nope, those are extremely important too. You missed out on, what, 10 years of action there? <laughs> yeah. And I think they made it difficult for people too. Because they're like, hey, let's release it on like every single system out there. So you have to buy all the game systems in order to Ugh. know what's going on in the series. <laughs> My least favorite part of Kingdom Hearts was... Waiting to find out what system the next game was going to be on. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and I give I give kudos to Nomura for doing that because, you know, his team was just curious and they wanted to, to know how the hardware for all of these different consoles works and they felt it would make them better designers, which I, I, I guess that's a fair point. But then you got to go buy all the consoles <laughs> to play the games. <laughs> that's very true. Well, I think before we talk about some of those games on all the different consoles, maybe we should go back to kind of a challenge per se. Can we both uh, describe the Kingdom Hearts series in a sentence or two to our oh, listeners? <laughs> what a challenge that is! Can, yes. Do you have a good Do you have a good example? I mean, I can share mine first if you want. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's my sentence. A kid named Sora comes into possession of a keyblade that is both a weapon and a literal key, and with the help of Disney and Final Fantasy characters, love and friendship takes down the darkness. Oh man, I think you kind of nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) I worked a little bit on that. Yep, nope, that's... I don't don't think I can beat that. (laughs) Um, I would say something... Uh, man continuously assaults older gentlemen with <laughs> giant key and power of friendship. I like that one. That Yours makes it a little darker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Yours was far better. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, find out what the on Square Enix's website what they say about Kingdom Hearts. 
Do, do they have a sentence or two explanation? Yeah, they do. It's I think they oh, broke wow. it down into a couple sentences. It's more than one, but so okay. I could share that. Go ahead. So Kingdom Hearts is the story of light overcoming darkness with the power of friendship. Kingdom Hearts is a series of action role-playing games. Um, yeah, developed by Square Enix. Um, let's see, that part does not. Okay, Kingdom Hearts follows the main protagonist, Sora, a Keyblade wielder, as he travels to many Disney worlds with Donald and Goofy to stop the heartless invasion by sealing each world's keyhole and restore peace to the realms. Well, that's not bad either. Nope, that's not too bad. But definitely makes people go, what's a heartless (laughs) world? What? That's that's, that's just the beginning, folks. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) That's why there are ten games. (laughs) at least i think at least yeah Yeah. (laughs) so actually that's a question have you played all the games um i have i have played all the games and all the original forms of the games on top of that wow i will admit i have not played them all i for example have not played uh dream drop distance that was one of those because I did oh, not. Oh, you haven't played Dream Drop Distance? No, that came out on the oh, 3DS, right? It did. Yeah, I never owned one of those, so. Well, it's on the it's in the 2.8 collection as well now, the the remastered version. Yes. Okay, I do have that, but I haven't gotten around to playing it, so it's oh, definitely it's really list. good. Um, it it's like it's it's kind of the it's the lead up into three. Mm. Um, like the ending is the. You know, like in in three, you get the two point nine prologue, mm-hmm. backhanded comment. <laughs> um, <Yes. laughs> uh, so, uh, Dream Drop Distance kind of ends there, like when they're out in space, and Sora's like, "I don't know where to go." That's kind of where Dream Drop Distance ends. Okay, um, but it's really really good. It's actually it's a little darker and even a little more uh, complex than some of the other stories. They did a good job with that. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely on my list to play. And yeah, I did read a little bit about that game before I started playing Kingdom Hearts 3 because I wanted to know as much as possible (laughs) (laughs) before diving in and not knowing what in the world was going on. So, oh, yeah. Were you were you curious as to like why all the past organization members were coming back? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it was definitely good to read up a little bit. But that's definitely a game I want to play experience and know how the story actually unfolds in that game it it's a good one um i mean you got you you get to play a sora and riku uh equally in it so that's that's always nice can't go wrong with that Mm -mm. Mm. yeah well so i think we can you know people know that we're sharing a lot of love about kingdom hearts so when were you first introduced to kingdom hearts um Honestly, I, I think the first time I was introduced to Kingdom Hearts, um, I think it was actually the year it came out. Mm. Is that 2002? I believe so. Um, and my friend got it for Christmas. And uh, a friend that I used to spend a lot of weekends with. And um, and one of those mornings we woke up and he's just like, oh, hey, I got this game. Um, let's let's play this game. And I was like, okay. He's like, he's like we got to listen to the song first. And I was like, the song... <laughs> So of course he be- he boots up the game, and you get the first sequence, mm-hmm. and of course I immediately fell in love with this thing that I didn't know what it was, outside of being Final Fantasy and Kingdom or in uh, Disney, mm-hmm. 
Uh, but I, I myself didn't get it until like a year later, I think, when I, when I got a, I got a PlayStation 2 for Christmas um, with the, uh, the greatest hits version of Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy X. Um, but my poor mom, she didn't know that I needed a, a memory card. Oh no. And so, <laughs> and so I'd have to start, I'd have to start either of the two games up and leave my, uh, leave my PlayStation on for days. Although like in Kingdom Hearts, the, the farthest I could get without having to shut my PlayStation off was like maybe Wonderland, mm-hmm. maybe Wonderland. So, that that was my start. <laughs> it definitely sounds like a little bit of a challenge at the beginning. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would be worried about, like, power outages and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I was first introduced to Kingdom Hearts by a friend as well. It was one of uh, my neighbors that lived across the street. And I would always hang out with him, and he would always have some new video game he was playing. And... I, like, one day came over and watched them play, and I was like, what is this game? I see Disney characters. And it's not just, like, a basic, like, you know, side-scrolling game or a game based off of uh, one not of like movies. like silly kind of game, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I need to know what this game is. And I was like, oh, it's Kingdom Hearts? How interesting. And then, like, also mentioning they had Final Fantasy characters, which I wasn't, at the time, I didn't really know a lot about Final Fantasy, but it was intriguing because I was like, oh, Disney characters? I'm sold. But yeah, I didn't play <laughs> the like the game myself until a couple of years later when I had a PS2 of my own, and I think I, I think I also bought a Chain of Memories around that time too. Whenever that we talking like original Game Boy Advance? Yes, I did play oh, that. I played that all the way through on there. But I do also have the PS2 version, and I still have those PS2 copies. <laughs> oh, same, same. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember getting. Getting uh, Chain of Memories, I want to say it wasn't until the end of middle school. It was like a year or two after it came out, I'm pretty sure. But we were, we were on a trip. Like, I don't know if it was like a church trip or a school trip. We went to a mall and we went to some video game store and they had it. Like, inbox brand new still. Because, I mean, that was... I mean, Game Boy Advance, you know, they were still a thing then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, oh, I gotta have that. And I I remember, like, I had my Game Boy Advance with me, and I played that sucker, like, the rest of the trip. Oops. Nice. (laughs) That one was addictive. It was definitely weird, though, because it was that, like, card battle, almost, thing. And I was almost a little, like, put off by that, because I was like, oh, it's not like playing on the console. What's this? Mm -hmm. But I'm like, but it's Kingdom Hearts. I wonder if there's something what's up with this story i was just curious about it then and because it's just a side story right yeah <laughs> right at the time <laughs> like oh interesting and then yeah <laughs> when kingdom hearts 2 came out and stuff it's like hmm these these organization organization jamokes aren't going to be around too for too long it's fine <laughs> yep oh man but i remember actually rolling credits on the game boy advance game and it actually had like almost like 3D models of the characters at the end and like kind of almost like cutscenes. And I was like, where was this for the game? I guess they couldn't put all that into the like the graphics and stuff in the. Man, actual- was, like, 
wasn't watching the like the cutscenes in that game like ridiculous though for a Game Boy Advance. Yes. Made it look like the PS2 graphics. I didn't have voice acting. Um, the scenes impressive. didn't yeah. have it, but it's just like, oh my god! I remember beating that game like over and over and over again just to watch the dang cutscenes <laughs> at the end. <laughs> yeah, definitely impressive for a Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Oh man. It's just interesting, yeah, how the games, like, add, like, slightly different mechanics, but it's still, like, kind of the same thing, Mm -hmm. like, at each, like, game that comes out, because I remember I bought a a PSP specifically for uh, Birth by Sleep. Same. Sigh. Same. Which I enjoyed that game, but I had no idea what the purpose of that game was when I played it. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, I mean, they just, they were like, oh, this is the prequel to Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, okay, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it can't be that important. <sighs> wrong. wrong. Very, very important. <laughs> very wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I hope, to you all listening, I hope, and if you haven't played Kingdom Hearts and you've always been kind of curious, um, I hope that none of this is intimidating like <laughs> there's That's a lot true. of games to play but there are a lot of great games they're they're uh they're, they're not a slog it's not anything you have to like feel like you're killing yourself just to get through they're all a good time mm-hmm. yeah i agree with that but i yeah i definitely think it's hard for people to want to commit to that many games <laughs> for sure I feel like that's the great thing about Kingdom Hearts, though, because, like, they can take a lot of time, or they don't have to take a lot of time. Um, You don't feel the need to, like, blow through it really fast. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, there's just plenty of stuff to enjoy. It's all pretty chill. It's not really demanding, I don't feel, so. Yeah, I definitely agree that it's fun. And I also think, too, that each game does have its own, like, self-contained story. Yeah. So you could just enjoy that. And be a little confused, or not confused if you played the other games, to understand mm-hmm. some of the other things going on in the background. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, I don't think either of us would suggest playing Kingdom Hearts one and then two and then three, because mm-hmm. um, while they yes they are the number games, um, there are there are a lot of things that happen in between those games um, that are like full you know thirty forty hour games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know in between two and three specifically there's a bunch of games in between that um that really should be numbered titles (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) but hey here we are (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes here we are with a million games under our belt in a series (laughs) that is not quite yet finished (laughs) nope well, we've got we've got the major story out of the yes, way. That's true. something something new starting up, so that's mm-hmm. at least some kind of relief. What that took like twenty years in the making. <laughs> Close, <Just about>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess well, I think, like ne- is it next year that is the twentieth anniversary? Yeah, I think that would be correct. Yeah, because if it was, oh crap, yeah, yeah, twenty twenty two, yeah. But yeah, so it was Ooh. almost between the first and the third game because we said the first one came out in 2002 and the third game came out, I guess, was it 2019 or 2018? Uh, the third game was 20... I think it was 8. Okay. 18. 2018. Oh, God. I know, I can't remember. <laughs> it's 
But still, that's... <laughs> that feels like a long time ago already. Oh, no, it was 2019. Okay. And then last year was the DLC. Mm-hmm. Last July or January, I think, like a year after the game came out. But still, it's just funny if people hear like, oh, the first game came out in 2002 and the third game came out, well, third, air quotes, <laughs> in 2019. Yeah, this series has been around for a long yeah. time. Which I have not played the DLC on that. I didn't want to spend the extra money. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, that's it's actually it's really, really good. Oh, no. Uh don't be disappointed in me. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm more like you get to you get to go and um you get to go and live that still. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. I get to <laughs> It'll go on it. sale. When it goes on sale, you need to go you need to go pick that sucker up. Okay. I'll keep an eye out on that. But I don't see. I guess, you know, this is such a huge series, so many games, so many different characters. Do you have any favorite characters? Favorite characters. Um I mean it's it's hard not to like the main character Sora. Mm-hmm. He's he's such a doof. <laughs> yeah. Um he's just your your happy little boy. Um he's positive. Yeah. And and now I'll warn you in in a uh, dream drop distance he is a little stupid. <laughs> well, he is a little dumb, kind of, throughout the whole series. <laughs> he is. I mean, in this game, though, in that game, they, they take him to, like, a whole new level. Oh. He says, he's like, what? Like, 85 times in that game. Like, he doesn't, who are you? Like, he doesn't, he doesn't know what's going on. Oh, no, I need to keep a counter going. <laughs> See how many times he says that. <laughs> but, I mean, outside of Sora, though, um, I don't know. They're, they're, if we're just talking, like, the Keyblade wielders... Um, there really isn't anybody I don't like, um, although Tara is not at the top of the list. <laughs> That's fine. He's he's stupid <laughs> in his own ways, <laughs> but he's not cute because he's stupid. No, Unlike far Sarah. from it. Just turn <laughs> he off. Ruins, he ruins everything because he's stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you love Tara, you can come at me. I don't care. <laughs> I'll fight. It's fine. I'll fight too. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, although, I mean, even the villains, though, I love a whole bunch of the villains, too. It's hard to pick. It's hard to pick just a few, even. I'm a fan of Riku. I've always liked him, his little dark, edgy side to him. (laughs) (laughs) He was was prime (laughs) characterization for when that game came out. And then, well, because, like I said, you know... I think it's been established I'm a very big Disney fan, even though, you know, just because I'm a Disney fan doesn't mean I have to love every single Disney thing, but I love most of them. And of course, Mm -hmm. at the top of my list of favorite characters is, uh, at least in Kingdom Hearts, is King Mickey. I love him in his little... uh, Oh, King Mickey. Yeah. His little uh, black robe and his keyblade. Man, talk about edgy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They go to town making Mickey so dark and edgy, and it's just the greatest thing in the world. It is. You think... uh, Folks, think like how Yoda fights in Star Wars. That's how Mickey fights in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> that is accurate. Very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and then him teaming up with Riku. I mean, come on. Two of my favorite oh, yeah. characters. For sure. Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a Do you have a f- favorite um, world? Favorite. You know, there's so many to pick from. I know. 
I think one of them that stands out the most to me is probably from Kingdom Hearts 3, the mm-hmm. Toy Story world. Oh, yes. I think the uh, the detail they put into that, like, there's so much, like, amazing detail. And one of my favorite things about the Kingdom Hearts series is that, depending on, the like, the world Sora goes to explore or whoever character is the main character at the time, well, mostly Sora, Sora though, like, he'll kind of, like, uh, his appearance will kind of change to match that world. So, in the Toy Story world, he becomes, becomes kind of looks like a toy. So, that's kind of funny, but... I love <laughs> his little action figure self. Yes, that part's goofy, but I just I love yeah in Kingdom Hearts three and like when you go to the is it actually a mall I think technically or something that the toy, toy store the uh-huh. toy store I yeah. love the different levels and like the I mean there's like whole stories behind like each of those little stores and the toys for sale at each one and the enemies you fight for sure. And there's even, like, little gags. I don't know if you notice, um, when you're on, like, one of the levels, there's a, like, a helium, like, machine or whatever for, like, the blowing up balloons oh, for the yeah. kids. Oh, yeah, and you can, like, attack attack the helium tank, and, and the makes... characters will, like, inhale it, and they start talking. And... Yeah. <laughs> that part, it's just, that little extra part just adds to that game. <laughs> well, there's so many, there's so many parts in Kingdom Hearts 3 where, like, the characters will interact with, like, their environments and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, going through the game, uh, that game for the first time, it was those moments where I I made sure I covered every inch of those maps. Oh, yes. Because I didn't want to miss anything. It was, like, all of the, all of the the things with Rapunzel in her world. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, when she's out and about for the first time out of her tower, like, there are so many things that you can do with her um, that she reacts to, like, using magic on on different enemies or surfaces splashing each other in the water <laughs> there's so many things that are that just become so comical in nature <laughs> mm-hmm. i agree but i mean there's so many worlds i think to love like i really think they did a wonderful job with kingdom hearts 3 like i personally think it was worth the wait and i enjoyed the different like worlds they came like at the monsters inc one or Monstropolis, I guess, technically. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing Sora as a monster and stuff, though. <laughs> oh, man. Silly. But I like a lot of the worlds in Kingdom Hearts 2 as well. Oh, they have... 2 has some wonderful worlds. I really like the... Uh, I love the Nightmare Before Christmas world in Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts 2. More so than the first game. Um, because you also get to go to Christmas Town. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you, if you're playing the, the final mix version of the game, then Sora gets like, he gets his like black Santa costume when he switches over to the Christmas town, which I just love. Nice. I like seeing those. I've seen those like pictures and stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of those. That's really cool. So do you have any other favorite worlds? Um, um, it's it's not a Disney World, but like the Hollow Bastion, Radiant mm. Garden worlds. I always love getting to go there uh, as a, like an original world. Um, it's just so cool, uh, vibing around uh, Traverse Town, not Traverse Town, Twilight Town. There I, we go. I like Twilight Town. Just so relaxing all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are. They really make those worlds magical in a way. They do. 
it now having said that do you have any worlds that you do not like i don't know i think it's because most of the games have it at least i feel like most of the games have it uh wonderland i just get kind of tired going to wonderland (laughs) no for sure every time i like replay one and it's the first world and i'm just like (laughs) oh my god here we go let's just get through this (laughs) it's just there's just too much goofy like you you have to play by wonderland's rules while you're in wonderland and i'm just like no we got things to do let's go (laughs) give me my stuff Speaking, <laughs> speaking of, that reminds me of speaking of a really like goofy world i think it's yeah kingdom hearts 2 it's a uh, where you're like uh in like the little mermaid world so you're under the sea oh my god <laughs> the songs little mini uh. games <laughs> i mean i'm one for a good like music rhythm game but that is not what those are <laughs> I feel like I played those ones a lot. Like I think some of those lyrics are still stuck on my head. <laughs> Dance and play, dun dun dun. dun yeah, dun. and then like ah. the the like the battle with Ursula, like. Yeah. That song was that song was kind of cool. Yeah. If not a little cheesy, but uh, it's kind of no, cool. it was cool. I like yeah. <laughs> it just yeah, this game has a little bit of everything with like gameplay wise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Now, and I know for, I know for, um, in three, I know a lot of people have issues with the frozen world. Mm. Um, I mean, it's just, it's a lot of snow. You're on a snowy mountain. It's just how it is. Um, but I really, I really enjoyed that world. Even though I know a lot of people didn't. Yeah. I mean, I initially enjoyed it because I was like, frozen. Yes. Of course. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of a really dark world in my opinion especially like when you're going through like the like the whole other like portal area that's like i don't even know what that part's called or like when you're in the ice castle yeah yeah i was like it totally changes the vibe like you get from like disney's frozen (laughs) but i definitely got lost a lot in that world i feel yeah that that world is easy it's kind of easy to get lost (laughs) there's a lot of up and down yeah that part was a little frustrating for me about the world yeah. just because I'm like, I can never navigate things very well. I'm like, I don't understand the map. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get to watch Elsa sing Let It Go and it's okay. In its entirety, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was at first when I saw that they were that they did that, I think I saw it on YouTube like a couple days before the game came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, they did not put this whole song sequence into the game and then when I was playing the game and I got to the part and I realized there's a reason why they wanted to do it <laughs> because it was, they were flexing because, you know, like Pixar helped them <laughs> with a lot of like these major properties. Um, they worked with the square team in developing a lot of the stuff for Makes some, sense. for a bunch of the war, the worlds and um, in Disney animation helped with, with the frozen specifically like that whole scene where she's singing is like frame for frame from the movie and yes. it looks like it's from the movie but it's a cut scene in a game yeah it's pretty impressive crazy mm. yeah i, I mean, you, was... you throw sora in there but you know <laughs> well that makes it kingdom hearts <laughs> if sora's not sticking his nose into everybody's business then <laughs> it's it's not kingdom hearts <laughs> so true <laughs> Yeah, 
I remember seeing that and I was like, wait, what? They're actually doing the whole song. The this is wild. I'm like, oh my gosh. Just put your controller down and let it happen. Don't you dare skip that scene. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I definitely uh, <laughs> saved that video clip. <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Yep. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to think of any any other worlds that oh well I don't really care for the Pride Lands in Kingdom Hearts two. Just the whole like the whole lion battle stuff. I'm just like nah, it's too big. It was it was creative, but it yeah, was that's, it was it kind of just you got worn out you got wore out on it pretty <laughs> mm-hmm. quick. Tron was kind of cool. I thought Tron is something I was not expecting to see in a Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> Oh, well, in Dream Drop Distance, they have Tron, uh, oh no, the second one. Legacy? Tron Legacy? That's not mm-hmm. it. Well, that's the second game. Or Is it? Second movie, I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's in there. Oh, okay. So, you know. Yeah. You get to see Olivia Munn, I guess, in a Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> that's that's neat, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, because I, I think the, like, Tron, based off of the first movie, doesn't that appear in at least two of the games? Um, well, least? for sure in the second game. Um, I'm trying to think. Man. I don't remember. I thought I remember seeing it briefly in another game, but I don't know if it was, like, the mobile game or... I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember either. That's a great question. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can, I picture this like gameplay and I'm like, it doesn't seem like it was two, but I don't know. But I don't know. It's kind of fun. The whole like style of it is cool. And I, that's what another part I love about this. Like the characters have that like specific animation style, but then how they choose to specifically match that like depending on the world they're in like not Mm -hmm. even just like Sora transforming but the whole like animated style like even I don't even know which I can think of but I also think it's funny oh Winnie the Pooh (laughs) good the hundred acre wood (laughs) you know people always bash on having uh the hundred acre wood in the Kingdom Hearts games um but I always love it I've never not liked it Mm -hmm. it's always so good just gives you like a you know a time to you know take a little bit of a break and just enjoy some like happy good time so you know here's some here's some really sweet cutscenes. here's some some silly mini games and mm-hmm. a ton of items <laughs> <laughs> you go there and you know your inventory is going to get filled up so you know there's yep. that yeah i don't know it's just i find all that charming so me too i love it mm-hmm he gets his the, the, and so if, if you haven't played the games um the book the physical book of 100 acre wood exists within mm-hmm. the game and the the pages the poor pages always get torn out <laughs> which always which causes like issues in the world of 100 acre wood if you could imagine so you have to go and collect the pages from the other worlds bring them back and fix mm-hmm. Pooh's poor world and and in the second game, he forgets about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tragic. So sad. <laughs> but I still have a good time. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yes. 
speaking of a book that reminded me did you ever read like they had like companion like manga to go with the games i think it was specifically <laughs> with a uh, chain of memories um so there they have manga for the original game chain of memories two three five eight over two days mm. and they're currently releasing three okay and I have I have all of them. Okay, <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised. I was like, I did no, collect them, shouldn't. yeah, a while ago. But I think I specifically only had like the Chain of Memories one. I love the Chain of Memories one. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Definitely. And they and did you see the uh, you know how like they a little bit ago they started making the the novels the actual novels. No, apparently I missed that. Well, you know. Um, now this is years of course ago of in Japan they started releasing Kingdom Hearts novels based off the games, mm. um, which you know just followed the games, but it had like little extra tidbits like fun facts and stuff throughout the books, like stuff they don't talk about in the game with the lore and stuff. Um, and I I want to say every single game has a novel, oh. I think, and I think each one has like two. I don't remember, but um, a, like a month ago they announced a collector's version a collector's edition of all of these novels and from what i from what it looks like it's one giant hardback book that has every single novel in it wow it uh, we're not proud of ourselves but we pre-ordered it it's like it's like a hundred and (laughs) twenty five dollars i think oh man it's stupid but we went for it we went for it (laughs) I don't know. That sounds fun, though. But so, I mean, it follows, I'm guessing it follows pretty closely with the games. So I guess would it be good for those who don't want to spend all that time playing video games? And would oh, rather yeah. read like, about if it? you're only interested in the lore. Um, yeah, I mean, that that could work. Yeah. Even though we recommend, I'd say both of us recommend playing the games. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, like I say that having I've not I've I haven't read the novels before and I don't mm-hmm. own any of them currently. Which is why we went ahead and got like the collector's edition. <laughs> the like if yeah. if ever if ever a day comes and they release a collector's edition of the manga, mm. I will cry because I already own all of the manga, <laughs> and I will spend the damn money. To get the collector's <laughs> <edition>. No, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> well, but you Kingdom are. Hearts needs to not do that, and I won't have I won't have to forcibly cross that bridge. I guess I don't know. <laughs> their decision. Oh, man. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that just reminds me of, like, other Kingdom Hearts, like, memorabilia I have. I think I have a couple, like, postcards, actually. They were... I think they came with, uh, 358 over 2. So it was cool. From, like, GameStop? Yeah. Oh, my God. I still have those, too. So funny. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I know. So funny story about that was uh I was like, "Oh, that game just came out. I want to get that." I didn't pre-order it. So I went to my local GameStop and they were like, "We still have all this stuff from the pre-orders. Like you can get the poster and stuff with the game." And I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> okay. Yes, please. I'll take it all. That's fine. <laughs> so yeah, I still have the poster too. It's not hanging up anywhere right now, but I do have that, and I have the postcards, and they're just sitting in my drawer right now. <laughs> oh, I think I, I also got the poster, but my poster was very well-loved, mm-hmm. and I don't think is with us anymore. 
I think that was my freshman year of college when that game came out. So like a college kid, I I smacked that sucker up on the wall. Nice. Mm-hmm. That was 10, 12 years ago. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, no. <laughs> Gross. So long ago. Yeah. Well, one of my very prized Kingdom Hearts possessions is the soundtrack no. No. for Kingdom Hearts 1. That's amazing. Yes. So, so, you know, being such a big music-y person, you know, like, it's how I pay my bills. Um, <laughs> the Kingdom Hearts soundtracks are actually, like, the main thing I would say that I don't own. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. It was probably the price of them, to be fair, but... Yeah, I also think they're kind of hard to find. At least they kind one of time are, yes. they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, I only had the first one. I wasn't able to get the second one because the second one, I wanted those silly songs from uh, the, like the Little Mermaid <laughs> World they sang, but oh, I wanted it sure. in, in English. Yeah. But they only had the Japanese version when I looked at it previously, so I never got it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, like the way that they do the soundtrack sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think I think if you look at the English version, do you have the English version of the soundtrack there? Yes, I do. For the first does it one. does that have simple and clean on it? Yes, it does. If you go and try to buy the digital version of that, like on iTunes, it does not have simple and clean on it. Really? Because of like, it was like rights with the song at the time, something mm-hmm. like that. I can't really remember, um, which is I think that's why. It went on one of Utada's uh, English albums, her second English album. That makes um, sense. All, all the Kingdom Hearts songs at the time. All two of them. <laughs> all two <laughs> but, of them. <laughs> but very memorable. Very amazing. Always, always. Yes. I do absolutely love the music in the games. Like, I am a huge fan of the music. Do you have a favorite world music? <sighs> Here's the toughie. Oh my gosh, that is so tough. <laughs> it oh. is completely not a fair question, I understand. No, it's not really. I mean, I feel like some of them are like so iconic, though, like Destiny Islands, like that music. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I don't know. I don't know. I pretty much love it all. Probably not Wonderland as much, but... <laughs> uh. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't like that one so much. The damn music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I the only thing that comes to mind I remember when Birth by Sleep came out, um, and I think it's the world I think was it Enchanted Dominion, is that Sleeping Beauty's world? I think that sounds Does that right. sound right. Mm-hmm. The music for that world, I was like I remember sitting there for like fifteen minutes when I got there, just because mm-hmm. like the music had me. <laughs> it was like this this beautiful um i think it was an oboe that was playing like the melody of the music and i'm just sitting there just like this is this is what i just spent 40 dollars on yes <laughs> i mean that's the way to do it yeah i i think it's amazing that all the worlds have like their own like, music that you could just listen to it mm-hmm. and you know like in a in a lot of the cases um most of the themes for the worlds are based off of like previous Disney tracks, you know, from mm-hmm. the movies, um, but not all of it. 
a lot of it is original like the battle themes they tend to be original mm-hmm. uh, but every world has its own battle theme it's overworld theme everything everything so Which, many layers that's there's so many tracks in each specific game and then that's not even touching like the original kingdom hearts music I'm just really just talking about the Disney stuff. And then you look at like the character themes, like the major boss battle themes, like that stuff is so orchestrated and so beautiful. Like Yoko Shimomura is a goddess. Amazing. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. (laughs) If you played, um, let's see, what other games has she done? If you played Final Fantasy 15, um, she did all the tracks for that. I remember like starting 15 and I was like, yep, this music is absolutely <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Yep, there we go. Nice. Um, she's done she's done quite a bunch of like pretty prolific stuff. And now of course I can't none of it's really coming to mind. Um, she does a lot of square stuff these days, mm-hmm. but before she did before she did Kingdom Hearts, she had quite a she had quite a quite a lot going for her even then. Oh, wow. But yeah, definitely, I mean, the music is incredible, and, you know, it's not even just, like, the, this music that we're talking about, the theme music for all the worlds. I think we need to talk about, like, theme songs or the opening songs for these games. The the major pieces. Are we ready? Oh my gosh. Let's do it. (laughs) Oh god. Here we go. Yep. So. Oh my god. So. People, if you're listening, you need to go to YouTube. You just need to search for original Kingdom Hearts trailer. (laughs) And you will recognize the song that plays. Of course, being Simple and Clean Mm -hmm. by Utada Hikaru. Um, If you have have listened to our podcast before, um, you've probably heard Chelsea or I bring her up just quietly on the side here and there. Mm Um, but I have to be careful here because this is, this is a well that will explode if I'm not, well, if I, I'm not focused. <laughs> I think we should explode a little bit. People oh. need to know. People need to know about her. She is an icon. She truly, truly is. I mean, not even in Kingdom Hearts. We're not talking like anime music, which she doesn't really do. Um, just yeah. everything. <laughs> she is the queen of J-pop and she more. Absolutely yeah. is. She she like it's it's hard to it's hard to compare her to anybody else, um, mm-hmm. because I don't really I've never met another artist that goes about things the way that she does, because uh, she's not like a pop star. You know, she doesn't go mm-hmm. out and she doesn't do like idol. Like in Japan, they have like idols. Um, she's mm-hmm. never been an idol. Uh, she's she doesn't. And I this is what how kind of how I explain it to my friends. She doesn't sell her music with her face or her body. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she releases music, and you don't really get like public appearances by her. She doesn't go on TV so much, especially in the last ten-ish Ten years. And perform live concerts and tours are years and years and years in between. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, she really is like the truest essence of a musician where, you know, she puts music out. 
Um, she she experiments. She she finds the the flavors and the sounds that mm-hmm. she likes. She creates something with it, and then she moves on to the next thing. Like she's already ready to go and broaden her horizons even more. That was said beautifully. <laughs> I I can go. Yeah, <laughs> I can go I, for a long time. <laughs> yeah. She's incredibly talented, and. She has albums both in Japanese and in English. And it's definitely something. So like when I first heard, yeah, Simple and Clean, I was like, who is this artist? I'm really curious about this. And then I learned that there are Japanese versions of some of those songs, especially Mm -hmm. like the Kingdom Hearts songs. And I'm like, oh, J-pop, very interesting. And then I just got sucked in and I tried to listen to all of her albums and find them anywhere I could. And Which just... you know, back back in the day, that was really hard to do. Yes, <laughs> we very, didn't have very fancy hard. iTunes to go and mm-hmm. and and dig stuff up on. Um, I remember, I I downloaded, I think it was Simple and Clean, and maybe Hikari. You know, the Japanese version. Mm-hmm. You know, illegally as we had to do, and with that came a track off of her third album called Tokyo Nights. Mm. And I was like, "Whoa, what is this?" And I listened to that, and I was like, "That's that's really really cool." Which led me to the rest of the her third album, Deep River, um, you know. And then that was that was a little either a little before or a little after her fourth album, Ultra Blue, came out. Mm. And I remember my mom asking for a Christmas list that year, and I put one thing on it. I, I wrote down Utada Hikaru, Ultra Blue. And of course, I had to put like Japanese CD or something next to it. So they like knew what that was. Mm-hmm. But I got it. I got it for Christmas that year with, with a oh. nice a nice new pair of headphones. Um, and the second yes. like that plastic was off, <laughs> I had it in my Walkman because, you know, we're old. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest of Christmas Day, I just listened to that album just start to finish over Mm -hmm. and over and over again (laughs) amazing would you say is that your favorite album of hers that is it's really difficult to say i think maybe if i'm just looking at nostalgia i think maybe it it might be my favorite just because that was my first like album of hers that i owned Mm -hmm. it still has so many tracks on it to this day that just ah get me so good Mm -hmm. um but but I, I, there, she doesn't have a bad album either. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really hard. I can't play the favorites game when it comes to her. <laughs> yeah. I think the one that sticks with me the most, it's because I've listened to it a ton, is Heart Station. Oh, I Heart Station. Love that album. <laughs> Do you have a favorite track? Oh, gosh. I don't know. <sighs> because there's so many, it really depends on my mood. I understand. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm a sucker for prisoner of love. <laughs> did you, having said that, did you see the, uh, did you see the drama, like the Japanese drama that that was used as a theme in? No. I That's the the only time that I've ever watched a Japanese drama. Was mm-hmm. was that I watched it? I think it's called like Last Friends or something like that. Okay. Um, but it's old now, of course, and I don't know if. I'm sure you can dig it up somewhere online, mm-hmm. um, but it actually it actually is really good. Uh, 
it's about like a girl who's in a abusive relationship with her, you know, like businessman boyfriend mm-hmm. and her best friend who is secretly a lesbian is in love with her. But then like their third friend, like they all like kind of move in with a bunch of people mm-hmm. and the third friend who everybody thinks is gay is actually in love with the lesbian. But then the girl, like the other girl who's in the relation, like the abusive relationship ends up kind of like, kind of falling in love with the boy. Mm. So there's like this really weird love triangle (laughs) going on, but it's, the story is more than that. It's there. It goes into a lot of like dark places. Mm -hmm. Um, But like hearing hearing prisoner of love at the beginning and at the end of each of those was just like icing on the cake i i, I went to that show for prisoner of love mm-hmm. but i stayed for the show <laughs> i actually got really hooked on it wow yeah <laughs> sounds very interesting and mm-hmm. yeah yeah i there's there are a lot of her tracks that are definitely at the top of my list but yeah i that's my probably my favorite album and so many good tracks and yeah so many good songs that aren't even on that album of course so uh, you know like she's got her new one that'll be coming out at some point whenever she gets mm-hmm. around to announcing it <laughs> uh, see that's this is the thing with utada she takes everything at her own pace mm-hmm. um she i don't think she knows what deadlines really are <laughs> she could release a single and then an album may not come out for like another two years yeah at least <laughs> so <laughs> But, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, technically, didn't she, like, quote, retire, like, almost 10 years ago at this point? (laughs) Or on a hiatus or whatever? Yeah, Yeah. she she went on an indefinite hiatus. I think that was in, like, 2000 and... Oh, 10. 10, yeah. It was. In 2010, she went on, on an indefinite hiatus because she wanted she wanted to go out and live. Or her, hey. her exact wording, I think, was that she wanted genuine human experiences. Because, um, you know, she got her start when she was like 15, 16 mm-hmm. to um, famous musician parents. Um, so she didn't ever know what normal was. Um, but she got it. Mm-hmm. You know, she went out, got married. Had a family. Yeah. Had, had a, you know, had a baby. All, all under the radar too. Like nobody mm-hmm. knew about any of this for years. Well, her, her mom, her mom unfortunately killed herself mm. a couple years into her hiatus, which was not quiet because um, her mom is very a very prolific Japanese uh, musician as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't until two thousand and sixteen. I'm pretty sure it was sixteen. When she came back. Sounds about right, yeah. With a couple songs, or was that with an album? Well, she had a, she, she released a couple singles, and then it mm-hmm. was, um, and I actually, I, I remember the date, because of other issues, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but September 27th was when her first album in seven, oh. eight years came out. Yes. Yeah. I think... There was we there was a lot of issues at school um, involving like another teacher and I had to take mm-hmm. over uh, that role for the year and I had just found out like at mm-hmm. five p.m. that day and I think it was nine nine thirty I got in my car finally to make my forty five minute commute back home um, 
and this was the day before that album was set to come out and i get in my car and i'm just so overwhelmed and like i'm pretty like emotional Mm -hmm. as well and i look at my phone and i get a little notification from itunes it's like your album phantom is ready 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 to play and Mm -hmm. i just sat there and i hit the play button and you know like track one i think that's michi Mm -hmm. and just that was the end of that for me (laughs) um so that i think i'll probably always remember light at the end of the tunnel there oh yeah yeah what a way yes (laughs) have utada in your life (laughs) yeah i well utada is is one of the major reasons that i became a band director Mm. um it really influenced my love for music and stuff like that so uh you know she sits up there (laughs) nice yeah definitely like we said an icon and it's just that extra special like the icing on top with the kingdom hearts to have her involved in that (laughs) right well i'm you know and she's probably not going to be involved with kingdom hearts much anymore probably but we'll see yeah you never know but we've nomura really likes her (laughs) (laughs) yes she's bringed us she's brought us so many great little gems with kingdom Mm -hmm. hearts so we can always hope for more but we can enjoy what we have (laughs) right of course of course yes oh i don't know but yeah could always go on and on about that um about utada yeah it's not it's not difficult maybe maybe we'll have another show someday where we can we just go for it just devote it all to her (laughs) yes oh man that would be great Um, (laughs) another thing i guess a little other tidbit about kingdom hearts is that i think there it has some it's kind of random. There's just some iconic, like, <laughs> foods the game has. <laughs> It's true, though. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, and it's probably just because we're a bunch of nerds. Um, mm. And, you know, we nerds of a series tend to flock to, like, even the little stuff. <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, like, what do they got, Chelsea? Well, it's, is it called, is it Paupu? Yep, is that right? you got yeah, it. Yeah, the Paupu fruit, which uh, is not a real fruit, but it's a big component of the game. And I feel like... Food, it's just, which is funny because I think in real life too, but also in the game, it's just like, it's that like sharing of that like friendship that you share through food, like the power of friendship and the Paupu fruit. It's definitely very iconic in the first game. And it's like, I think it's funny because it's isn't it basically like Sora and Riku are like, I want to share that with Kairi. Well, you'll have to beat me to do it or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so like yeah the symbolism behind the paupu fruit is that like two people who share a paupu fruit together are basically like going to be a part of each mm-hmm. other's lives for forever um and so yeah so sora and riku are they spend the first part of the game fighting with each other <laughs> over who's going to share it with poor Kairi. <laughs> oh Kyrie, she's got to put up with both of them <laughs> she's been through so much <laughs> Well, so much and yet not enough at the same time, because <laughs> the man who created her refuses to give her proper screen time. Mm-hmm. That's very true. We could go into that. <laughs> she finally gets her own game, and it's a 
some music <laughs> rhythm game. <laughs> oh yes. But so the pow poo fruit, I would say it's it's definitely shaped like a star and I think it's kind of almost like I don't know if it's taste or like people like kind of like say like a a real life example is star fruit, I think. Or like that's similar to the be that. I don't know, but I always thought it would be cool if that was a real fruit. <laughs> I think Share we always wanted it to be, yeah. right? <laughs> oh. And, you and know, I... in, after the first game, we don't really see the Paupu, like, a whole, whole lot anymore. Mm-hmm. But just, like, the symbolism. We have things left and right that are shaped, like Paupu fruit. and uh, The, the mm-hmm. Thalassa shells, I think. Is that what, like, Kyrie makes, like, her little charm yeah. out of? Yes, yeah. the charm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a running, running symbolism throughout the whole mm-hmm. series. And I would say, wait, there's another one, too, that I'd say is pretty symbolic. Oh, probably maybe more important. Or not important, but maybe mm. more popular. Yes. Because it's a real agree. thing. Yes, it is. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so we got, we got sea salt ice cream. Yes. Which... Have you ever tried made or like slash made it or anything? We have. We tried to make it one time. Actually, we made it mm-hmm. the night before Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. Nice. Um, and we we got it out like at, I don't know, God, midnight, 11 o'clock, whatever, on a flipping school night um, <laughs> to enjoy it while we started the game. Nice. And how was it? <laughs> oh, it was fine. I'm sure we messed up the recipe at some point. Um, but we enjoyed it. Yeah. I have never tried it, but it's definitely something I want to, and I've been looking at recipes, and so maybe I'll make it this week or something. If you find a, if you find a good recipe that you end up liking, let me know. Yes. Um, cause you know, everybody's got their own version. Mm-hmm. So it's all just kind of depending on what you're doing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what you like and much of everything yeah so definitely i will take a look and i'll definitely let you know if i find anything cool about it um which do you know where the sea salt ice cream originated from like wasn't it wasn't it disney world yeah tokyo disney yeah that's where you can buy it and that's what the inspiration was to add it to the game there we go that sounds right yep that full circle with that disney stuff (laughs) (laughs) but yeah this is definitely an iconic thing in the games definitely something that friends share and eat together very iconic city on top of the clock tower (laughs) (laughs) typical scene oh yes all all of 358 over two days (laughs) (laughs) the whole game that's it right that's all you need to see (laughs) (laughs) yep just you know good fun friendship sharing food together and the trauma yes (laughs) trauma always goes hand in hand in ice cream in kingdom Mm -hmm. hearts yep (laughs) tries to make it go yeah make it a little better but (laughs) never does (laughs) but they try that's why they always eat it (laughs) you know i was always curious how does axel always buy all that ice cream like one, he looks sketchy as hell. <laughs> and he's always buying like three or four bars at a time. Like, mm-hmm. assume from the same person. Like, yeah. how is that person not eventually called the police on him? <laughs> yeah. 
Also, where does he get all this money from? <laughs> For real, like, like they're always just like, oh, I bought you some ice cream. It's like you clearly what? didn't buy it, but okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe the guy who like sells the ice cream is always like, oh no, it's that guy again. He's coming to rob me. <laughs> if I give him ice cream, he'll leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> yeah, please don't hurt me. <laughs> That's the real, uh, like. Uh, scene we need to see at the end of the game the oh, real uh, like secret ending we need to see that ice cream <laughs> purchasing <laughs> like i get like if roxas comes up and is buying it like that's one thing mm-hmm. but axel uh-uh <laughs> no there's no way he's got to be bullying that poor man out of his product <laughs> i'd be like got it memorized god no <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I love how they tried to change his name back to Lee. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. In, in 358 over two... No, oh, my God. In Dream Drop Distance, they yes. tried to change his name back to Lee, um, you know, for story reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, nailed, he like, harps on it the entire game. And then in three, like, one person calls him Lee, and he's just like, no, no, it's just, it's just Axel. Yeah, that and I was, was like, way to go, Square. You made a mess and now you can't clean it up. Yeah, can't that go was, back. It was kind of weird. I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, I bet, you know, they'll go back. I bet they'll they'll take Syx and bring him back to Isa or Isa or whatever. Mm. But like Axel's just going to have to be Axel. Yeah. That's what happens when you got a fan favorite character, I guess. Yeah. I was going to say that's what happens when everybody knows that name. <laughs> I mean, he, it's what he gets for saying got it memorized all the time. <laughs> exactly. Got it too memorized. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't undo it. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, but Kingdom Hearts, what a joy. What a joy of a series that I'm sure has many stories to tell us. Oh, it's not over yet. Nope. I think we're supposed to be getting an announcement at some point next year. I hope so. I think so because the twentieth anniversary is next year, mm-hmm. and uh, Namura said either this year or even last year, even that that um, they've got they've got a bunch of stuff planned for the anniversary, and um, and we know that not maybe not Kingdom Hearts four, but whatever's coming after after Melody of Memory um, should be coming up. Maybe another uh, side game that's still a. Uh main game quote unquote it's not called four <laughs> like they might as well just call it four mm-hmm. that or just drop the numbering system altogether at this point i don't know oh. since they're telling like a new story i don't know that's true no they'll go back to like one 1.0 oh my god <laughs> one point you say that yeah. and that man's gonna do that well it'll be 1.01 <laughs> Oh my god, no. <laughs> like negative one. Yes. We're, we're going, going backwards this we're time. Going, <laughs> we're going into that other realm, so it's negative one now. Yeah. Oh man. Do you have any ideas or any guesses or hopes for the future of Kingdom Hearts games? Man, without going into like spoilerific territory, no. <laughs> um, I'm just... Like where they left us, like with the story of like what happened to Sora at the end of three... Just the direction that they can go in, I really don't know. I, freak, fr- frankly, I don't really think that they're going to 
be pushing the Disney stuff too much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe if they have more like like you know major number titles like the big big games. Mm-hmm. But you know, Nomura kind of talked about it last year that like the direction they're heading in, like they don't think they need the Disney stuff so heavily in the game to like push Kingdom Hearts as like its own original concept. Um, and if if you're listening and you've never played the games before, um, Kingdom Hearts, it, while it began as like a combination uh, Disney Final Fantasy thing, um, it's not like it has its own story, its complete own story, characters, locations, everything. Um, it's just that you get to travel f- through Disney worlds uh, because worlds exist separately within the Kingdom Hearts universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you jump from world to world to world uh, as you're going through the story, and then you land in, like, Kingdom Hearts-specific locations, like the original places, and that's where you get, like, the major, major story stuff that happens. Um, but I think Nomura plans on really just kind of centering in on the main Kingdom Hearts story from now on. I mean... So... Uh. I mean, that makes sense. And I think they've, like, there's a lot of original worlds that they've created in these games that really stand up on their own, too. For sure, yeah. I mean, I think if they made the decision to just go for it Mm -hmm. and, you know, like, have Disney references and Final Fantasy references, like, you see characters and stuff here and there. Um, I think if they go that route but have, like, mostly original Kingdom Hearts locations from now on, at at least for the story that they're starting to tell right now, you know, because, like, we're going somewhere that we don't know what it is. <laughs> um, trying to leave spoilers out as much as I can. Um, yeah. I I think that's I think that's okay at least as like an experiment to see how it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, will Disney allow that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll wait and see on that. It can be crazy, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious what's to come. I definitely think there were some. I mean, definitely lots of hints and stuff and definitely some elements in kingdom hearts 3 that i definitely want to see turned into a game of its own it really teased a lot of stuff so you got an example there is it uh is it verum rex is that what it's called the oh game yeah oh i think yeah game. that's where the stuff's gonna happen yeah that's I where mean, we're headed <laughs> i i hope so. i mean they spent so much time so much like like energy on all that detail on that all that part of that of the the game within the game <laughs> within Toy Story. Oh, crud. I, and I just remembered that you said you haven't played the DLC yet. Yes. Have you, like, watched anything from the DLC? I've read some stuff. Oh, I did watch. Yeah, I did watch something, I think. Did but... you watch the secret boss battle? I don't know. It's been a long time. Maybe. <laughs> but I'll go back and well, if watch you Well, if okay. you want more Yozora... Okay. You're gonna get cool. more Yazora. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. <That's... laughs> um, he is um he's he's very plot relevant. Cool. It, it, why why they made like a video game world for him to put inside of Toys the Toy Story world. Mm-hmm. Uh while fun during the game, and then you find out no, he's actually he exists. <laughs> he's a person. Mm. But that's that's the se- that's the secret ending of the DLC. So okay. So now we need to talk about it, but you got to go do that. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Yes, I will make sure to go do that and yeah, so you that's can, what I'm looking forward it, to. So apparently there's already some yeah. 
Oh, there's there's drama already for sure. Did you play Did you play Melody of Memory? No, I've just played the demo. <laughs> okay, well that's okay. Well, the um, so in that game, there really isn't a whole lot of plot mm-hmm. uh, until the end. Mm-hmm. Like the end, like you go to the final world with Kyrie. Um, and then you have like some fight stuff, you have some boss stuff, and then you have like a super long cutscene. Um, okay. And that cutscene is reflective of the end of Kingdom Hearts 3 and the secret mm. ending to the DLC and the future, like where they are physically, literally headed next. Okay. So it so most of the game is just a good fun. It's just a bunch of fun, but there is plot relevance to just the end. Just yeah, the of course, end. at the end. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. I feel like we could always talk so much more about the series, but I'm just hoping. I'm hoping what we did talk about was coherent to people. <laughs> yeah. So I, I hope people enjoyed it or learned a little bit of something, or maybe you know became interested enough to. You know, either pick the series back up or start it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And if you're a person who doesn't like to play Kingdom Hearts or Kingdom Hearts, just, you know, if you don't like to play video games in general or you're just kind of daunted by how long it is, um, hit us up. We There are lots of resources on the, online that people have put together um, to help people enjoy Kingdom Hearts without having to play Kingdom Hearts. Um, and we would be more than happy to point you in a direction for that. Yes. Definitely sounds like something we could share on our social media. Absolutely. And where can you find that social media at? Well, yes, we are a specific <laughs> social media. We are at uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Master. You can also uh, reach us via email at demasteredpodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments or anything you want to say to us and you can also leave us a review we definitely would prefer five stars but hey you know be honest we're a flexible (laughs) bunch yes and if you uh you know leave a review an actual review and talk and like tell us your favorite game film or tv show in the review maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode oh yeah definitely and you know if you want more episodes like this or all the episodes we bring definitely uh like and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast and thanks for listening to this week's episode and we hope you tune in next week see ya bye